Well, hello everyone. Hello everybody uh, who's in the room. Hello everybody who's watching us. Uh, where's the camera? What camera am I talking to? Hello. Uh, hello everybody in uh, Leicester. I've got to do this now, don't I? Hello everybody in Leicester. Hello everybody uh, in uh, different parts of uh, the world. Uh, and uh, every, our, our online family, great to have you with us today. Hope you enjoy the service. And hello everybody in the room. <laughs> you all good? Uh, we're just waiting for the sun uh, shine to arrive, right? So maybe we should call a church prayer meeting and believe for some summer. How many of you would like a, a sort of a long summer right up until about the 23rd of December? Yeah? Be nice, wouldn't it? Anyway, uh, if this is your first time, wonderful to have you with us today. We really hope you enjoy the service. Thanks for being with us today. Uh, we're doing a teaching series over the next uh, three Sundays. Uh, called Above and Beyond. And uh, actually, the reason why we're going with this theme is because we, we really believe that there is a sort of a prophetic emphasis on this theme. What does that mean? In other words, it's what we really believe that God is saying to us in the here and now. And what we feel that God is saying to us as a church, and of course as individuals, we feel that God is really encouraging us to go above and, and beyond, to rise above and to go beyond. Now, I don't know what kind of a year you've had. It's been a really weird year. Um, that's an understatement. Um, there have been, I've had, a, I've had mixed feelings about the past year. Uh, there have been in a weird way some things that have really encouraged me. Uh, I'm encouraged mainly by church family. I'm encouraged by the good things that are happening in church. I'm, I'm encouraged by people. I'm encouraged by people who are rising to the challenge and, you know, and, and just shining. Some of you have so inspired me this year, the way that you have just risen to the challenge. Uh, I'm encouraged by the difference that we've been able to make as a church to so many people's lives and you know, to keep doing what we do and put on online church and get a whole bunch of new people joining us as well. So there's so much to be encouraged about, and, uh, and I love it. And yet, if I'm honest, I think in the past year there have been times when I've, if I say I've had my moments, does anybody get what I mean? I've had a few moments. Even, even pastors can have their moments. Like you didn't know that, did you? But I'm just saying it anyway. And there's been a few times when I've had a few moments. Uh, I guess that probably towards uh, December uh, of 2020, that's when it probably hit me, I would have thought, uh, when I just felt that I got to, I'd, I'd done well in the year, and I'd really, you know, I thought I'd done well during the lockdown, and then about December, I don't know, I felt really tired, and I, I guess that doesn't help. I was sleeping okay, but I was waking up in the morning feeling like I hadn't slept. How many of you know what I'm talking about? Um, Felt uh, a bit anxious about stuff. Felt uh, a bit swamped by the news. Uh, and I like to watch the news, uh, but uh, I, f I felt maybe I was watching a bit too much of it because it's just fear, fear, fear all the time. And I get it, they've got to tell us what's happening. But how many of you know you don't always need to hear it? Um, but I, I, just felt, I just felt that like I was suffocating a little bit. So we got into January, and I had to give myself a bit of a talking to. I had to talk to myself. How many of you ever talk to yourself? Would you put your hand up? Madness, son of madness. Yep, great. Actually, it's mad when you don't talk to yourself. 
I had to talk to him. The psalmist did it all the time. Psalmist, the psalmist had to talk to himself sometimes. You know, why are you downcast, O oh my soul? Why? He's not talking to God. He's talking to himself. And I felt I had to talk to myself. I, had, I felt I had to encourage myself not to sink, because I felt I was sinking a little bit, sinking down, sinking down, overwhelmed, being a little bit suffocated by restrictions, by coronavirus, by this, by that, by the other thing, by the news. And I felt, I really felt I had to speak to my own soul and, and, and lift up my faith and go above my circumstances and beyond the appearance of things. And I think that's where that, that little statement comes from for me. Above and beyond. Above and beyond. It reminds me, reminds me of a time, actually, I was out preaching in America quite a few years ago now. And I'd, when I was out there, I had this terrible cough. It wasn't, uh, you know, it wasn't you know what. It was, it was before that. Um, and I wasn't feeling well. And I remember I had to preach at a big healing meeting in Pennsylvania. And... Uh, but a thousand people were going to come along to this meeting. And I remember feeling so unwell. And I woke up that morning and I had this cough and I just felt really, really bad. And through the day, I just got progressively worse and worse and worse. And it got so bad. I was going to call up the pastor and say, listen, will you cancel the meeting tonight? Because I'm not feeling very well. A bit ironic, isn't it? I have to, have to cancel a divine healing meeting due to sickness. Kind of, kind of ironic, isn't it? But, uh, so I was going to call him up, and then I really felt in my heart God challenged me. No, you've got to go to the meeting tonight. You've got to go there. Just get yourself along there. So I got along to the meeting, a thousand people there, great atmosphere, great worship. Everybody's raising their hands, but not me, standing in the front row. Uh, and my thinking was, God should just be grateful that I'm here. And as I'm just standing there, it's like everybody's really going for it, and I'm just standing there. And then the next thing I felt like God, this is the way I felt, that I felt like God said to me, come on, raise your hands. I said, I don't want to. No, 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 raise your hands. I'm either worthy or I'm not worthy. Oh, don't you hit it when the Holy Spirit convicts you. So I, I raised my hand, you know, a little bit, sort of the Anglican way, you know, and then up to Methodist, you know, come on, a little higher, and then up to Baptist, Little higher, Bapticostal, you know. <laughs> higher, charismatic. Higher, Pentecostal! And, uh, <laughs> and I just began to engage in worship. And we, that night I preached, and the power of God was in that room. There was a whole bunch of people got healed. A whole bunch of people got saved. A whole bunch of people got blessed. Loads of lives changed. And then, uh, and then somebody says, Pastor, well, you went home healed? No, I was sick as a dog afterwards. I didn't get healed myself, but that's all right. But what I think that God was teaching me in that moment was to go above and beyond even myself. And if you want to make it in this life, you've got to learn to do that. You cannot live a life that is so consumed with yourself and think you're going to make a difference in this world. Sometimes you've got to do it even when you're not feeling it. I think that's the lesson that the Holy Spirit was teaching me then. So when I had that little chat to myself back in January after my little moment, I really felt the Lord was kind of teaching me that again. Above and beyond. I was sinking. No, 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 no. You're not going to sink. You're going to rise in this season. You're going to rise. 
You're going to rise. You're going to rise in faith. You're going to go above and beyond. That's not denying challenges. That's not denying issues. That's not denying things when they go wrong. That's not denying it, but it's trusting God through it. I'm going to, I'm going to be really honest with you. I don't think I could cope in this season if I didn't have God. And, that, and that's not, that's not a, a fake statement. I think I'm really being honest there. I don't think I would have done very well this year if I, if I hadn't had a, a faith in God. Just over the last few weeks, we've buried... A couple of young moms, one of them in her 30s, moms to like, I think 10 kids, we've buried them. Uh, these, these moms died early in life, standing up. I don't, I don't think I could stand up there if I didn't trust God. I, I don't think I could do it. I don't think I could say with any meaningful conviction, if I didn't really believe it in my heart, that no matter what, we still have to trust him. We still have to believe him. And faith does not mean we understand everything. Faith means trusting God even despite the whole bunch of things we don't understand in life. That's faith. Sometimes we don't feel it. Well, let me give you a verse to leave with you today. Isaiah 6.1. Look at that. You'll see it on the screen. In the year that King Uzziah died... I saw the Lord. In the year that King Uzziah died, he's, that, that's, a, that's an important statement. That's one of those statements, you know, remember where you were when something really significant happened. Remember that you got some major news, and you always tend to remember where you were when you get some major news. So this is what the message is. In the year that King Uzziah died, King Uzziah was a great king, powerful king man who brought great prosperity into the nation. People loved him, rare thing. People loved their king. As long as he was on the throne, people knew they were going to be all right. People were happy. People loved it. They were loving life. Life was just going along, just really good. The good times were there. Boom, and then the king died. Suddenly the nation's in mourning. Everybody's like weeping and wailing because the king's dead. In the year that King Uzziah died could also be interpreted in the year when our hopes and dreams died. Does that remind you of any year? I can think of one that's not too far. In 2020 when life was messed up. I mean, we thought life was messed up before. But who could have predicted that? In the year when I lost a bunch of opportunities. In the year when I lost the possibility of making a whole load of new friends. In the year when, when things that I would, was really wanting to do didn't happen. In the year that King Uzziah died. We've all had a year like that, right? But here's the point. Isaiah wanted us to know something. In the year that King Uzziah died, Isaiah said, uh, I saw the Lord. When everybody had their eyes focused on that king, Isaiah said, I was looking at that king. My hopes weren't dead. My dreams weren't dead. Because my God is not dead. He's not dead. 
And the year that King Uzziah died, I saw the Lord. Where was he? He was sitting on his throne. His reign is secure. His reign is real. He's real. I get it. If I didn't believe him, I, I don't think I could cope, but I believe him. And, and I was thinking, what does faith look like in this season, in this little series we're doing above and beyond? What does faith look like? And, and, and here's the picture that I got. I think that faith has a posture in this season. Faith has a posture. And that this is not the posture of faith. And I think a lot of people are living like that. They're living with a sense of uh, grief, sense of sadness. It's amazing people who've got a lot of money, a lot of uh, wealth, a lot of material possessions, a lot of everything that society says you need to have to be happy. And yet there's still, isn't it amazing? Isn't it amazing? Still a lot of people who've got all that stuff and that's their posture. They're not happy. But faith has a posture. It looks up. It looks up. Now let me give you a little secret. Sometimes it looks up even when it's not feeling it. Now, don't get me wrong. I love to feel the presence of God. And I love it. And there have been times when we have stood here in these services and I have felt God. And I love it. And yes, I've had the goosebumps down my spine and I love it. And sometimes I've walked out and I thought, we, we touched something of heaven in that service. But you know, the thing is that life's not always like that. Sometimes you go through seasons in your life where you don't feel the presence of God. Sometimes you, you don't feel that God's there. Sometimes your private prayers sound very different to your public prayers. I mean, in public, everybody thinks you're anointed, but in private, the real you, in public, you're saying, Lord, we trust thy, thy King James people. Anybody who prays King James prayers, they're show-offs. Thou art myest goddest. But in private, you're thinking, Lord, where the heck are you? And why are you not listening to me? And why are you not doing something when I ask you to do stuff? Where are you, God? And where were you during 2020? Truth is, he was always there. Do we understand 2020? I don't even get it. I've stopped trying to understand that. And my brain, the problem is I've got this weird brain that thinks too much. It like, I can feel the steam coming out of my brain sometimes. It's like the Holy Spirit saying, will you give it a rest? If I've got a challenge in my life, I overanalyze stuff. I overthink stuff. And they, do you know what they call that? They call that ruminating. I, I remember things. I think about things. I think and think and think. And then I think too much. And then, of course, what happens is you read stuff into stuff. And then you read stuff into the stuff that's in the stuff. And, he, and, then, and then that's why when you go down for breakfast in the morning, you go, and you look like a, you know, a, you look like a, a bad-tempered, uh, you know, I don't know, farm animal or something, you know. <laughs> Who knows what I'm talking about here today? Sometimes you don't feel it. But in the year that King Uzziah died, in the year that everybody was in mourning because their hopes and dreams were... God, Isaiah said, I want people to know that our hopes and dreams are not God. They're not God. 
And it's time, and I feel this coming right up into my spirit as I'm speaking to you today, that it's time for us and everybody watching at home, everybody watching in Leicester, everybody watching in Loughborough, wherever you're watching from, it is time for us to go above and beyond and to believe for more. It's time for us to go above mediocrity, to live above mediocrity. I think that's where the enemy loves it. You know what? The, the opposite of, of, of great is not bad. The opposite of great is just good. And sometimes that's the challenge in life. And I'm getting it because I'm at that age now where I can say I'm middle-aged, <laughs> slightly middle-class. Can, can an Irish guy be middle-class, by the way? I mean, I, what, what, I don't even know, understand all that. But anyway, you know, but... Um, so sometimes life can just be just good, but I'm determined not to live like that. So I'm going to have a little chat with myself every now and then, and I'm going to stir myself up. I'm going to give myself a little proverbial slap in the face every now and then. I'm going to say, come on. Come on, I'm going to trust God. I'm going to believe God. I'm going to go above and beyond these circumstances. I'm going to, I'm going to limit my news consumption. Yeah, I'm going to keep an eye on it, but I'm going to limit it because I don't want all that fear coming into my life. I don't want all that. I want to be informed, but I don't want to be filled with fear. I want, to be a, I want to be a man of God. I want to be a woman of God. In the year when everything went wrong, in the year when our hopes and dreams died, in the year that King Uzziah died, I saw the Lord. I saw him. And he was on his throne. That's where he was. Reigning above the challenges. Reigning above the difficulties, reigning above the trials, reigning above the discouragement, reigning above all the stuff that we can't control. <sighs> That's the thing. Are there any control freaks in this room today? See, I think that's half our battle sometimes. That's why we struggle to trust God. We ask God these questions, and we're really cheeky to God. God, where are you? And God's answer is, you're a control freak. How many know God can be really cheeky as well? You're just trying to control everybody and everything in your life. You want this predictable life, and that's not the way life works. You can't control everything. And we're living in a fallen world, and that's my work of redemption. I sent my son to die on the cross to put it all right. But even that's a process. Salvation, I, am, I have been saved. I am being saved. I will be saved. So, so you're just going to have to trust me. That's faith. Even if you don't understand everything. And I believe there's a word from heaven today. Above and beyond. Above and beyond. I think that's what God's saying to the Junction Church. Above and beyond. We're not going to draw back and think, right, let's lick our wounds and let's just gather a little group of people around a table and we'll, and we'll just console ourselves and have a lovely time. Nah, we're going to dream big. We're going to believe big. And we have seen growth in our church. We're growing in Loughborough and in Leicester and in Nottingham and online, and we're going to believe for more, and we're going to believe for more, and we're going to believe for more, and we're just going to keep believing for more, above and beyond, above and beyond. We have this offering coming up on May 30th, of course that's the focal point, but 
We're encouraging people to prayerfully consider what they might be able to give before then. But this is, a, this is a, an opportunity for us to sow. On your seat, you'll notice there's a little card uh, that says above and beyond on it. And what I want to encourage you to do in this season is do what my friend used to encourage me to do. When we first started the Junction Church, there was a lady, and she was sent from God. Her name was, we called her Sister Toyin. Remember Sister Toyin? She was like our bodyguard. She was Nigerian fire. She used to come up, uh, she used to go around giving out leaflets in the streets, and people would just get saved because they were afraid. Honestly, people would come in. I mean, I remember a bunch of Anglican vicars came in. You remember? And uh, we'd asked Toyin to preach that day, and she prayed fire on them. I, I sat, I was laughing so hard. <laughs> These dignified Anglicans, come Holy Spirit, fire! There's no nonsense here. And, uh, but she had something about her life. And she always used to say, when you give, she said, always be cheeky. Always put an assignment on your seed. Go a little further. Believe for a little more. So when you sow, put a divine assignment on your seed and believe that God's going to do something amazing. She, said, she would say, what have you got to lose? <laughs> so I want to encourage you to do that today. You see that little card? You see today, maybe when you go home, what are you believing for? Where in your life are you believing to go above and beyond? It might be really personal. So if you're writing something private, when you pin your card up, make sure it's not the fridge where everybody can see it. Maybe your bedside cabinet or somewhere that means something to you. Or maybe you want everybody to see it. Who cares? I want you to write down where you're believing to go above and beyond. And then when you sow, put an assignment on your seed. And let's believe that we're going to go above and beyond. And God's going to restore anything that you feel you've lost over the past year. I'm preaching good. And this funeral service is brilliant today. This is amazing. Are you all, anybody happy that you came to church today? This is good, eh? <laughs> Would you like to stand to your feet? Let's uh, stand and let's just take a moment in the presence of God. The guys are going to come and they're going to sing. We're going to worship together. But I want you to think about that. I want you to think about that. And for those of you who are at home, you won't, of course, have had one of those cards, but... Just take a piece of paper and just write down where you were believing to go above and beyond in your life. Believe it. Let's believe God. Come on, let's have some faith. Let's have some adventurous faith. Come on, God save us from predictable, boring prayers. Come on, folks. We are serving the creator, genius God. He's so much more than a routine. He's God. There is nothing impossible with him. And even though we've been through this weird season, he's still God. And he is provoking faith in our spirits. If you feel comfortable, would you raise your hands in the air? Come on, let's have some faith in the house. Father, I pray that whatever each of these individuals are believing for today, for some of them, they're believing for a breakthrough in their family. I pray that you'd release your favor today so that they will see that breakthrough. 
And for some people, they're believing for deeply personal things that maybe they've not even told anybody else about. And I pray that in this moment, that you would put a seal on your word, that this would be a moment, a significant moment, where you would create faith to believe for the impossible. With our God, nothing is impossible. I pray that you would provoke us to go above and beyond, above mediocrity and beyond where we've ever been before, seeing your purpose in every circumstance. We give you praise, we give you thanks, we give you worship. Come on, let's just worship our God for a moment or two in his presence. We give you praise, we give you thanks, we give you worship, we give you adoration. In the year that King Uzziah died, I saw the Lord sitting on his throne. We give you praise. We give you thanks.